Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Biz. If you guys listened to last week's episode, um, I just want to say thank you for bearing with me. I was on the tail end of a cold, really in recovery still. I know my voice had some lower octave, (laughs) a little bit of rasp to it, but I made it through that episode And I have to tell you, I am feeling so much better. It's amazing what that last like 10, 15% of getting better will do for you, how much more human you feel on the other side of it. There's light at the end of the tunnel, right? So this week has been one of those weeks where I'm just like, okay, I feel so much better. I'm in it. I'm going and super excited about what is coming. And that is what I really want to just take a minute here at the front of this episode and clue you guys in about what's happening. So as you know, I am the owner of Socially Inspired LLC. And underneath that, when I first got started was Socially Inspired Management. Now we are a social media and digital marketing agency. We help support other entrepreneurs and small business owners to really hone in on their digital marketing. That includes social media, email marketing, their sales funnels, their launches, website, all of those fun things that really help them have a consistent online presence across the board. And so that is where I first got started with Socially Inspired Management. Obviously, we added the Inspired Biz back in May, which has been amazing. It's been a really great platform for me to share some of my heart, the thoughts that I have around business ownership, and then also giving a platform for other entrepreneurs to come on and to share their stories, which is really the whole point because I love the idea of creating space for storytelling. And I believe that sharing our stories It's how we stay inspired and motivated ourselves, but it's also how we help to motivate, inspire, and encourage others. Maybe they're in the same spot you were in and you've gotten to the other side of it and they need to hear that. Or maybe they're in the exact same spot you're in at this moment and they need to just hear that sometimes it's a process, right? I know entrepreneurship can be a really lonely road and my hope and my goal through the Inspired Biz, through this podcast, is to create space for us to not feel so lonely, to not feel like we are the only one going through it. And now I'm super excited to talk about the third arm of Socially Inspired LLC, and that is Socials from Scratch. You see, as a social media manager, as a VA, as an agency owner, I have a lot of people reach out to me and ask me questions about how I got started. They ask me, you know, things like, how do I find clients if I'm just starting out? How do I create a portfolio to show what I can do when I haven't had work yet? 
How do I set myself up for growth? Because yeah, right now I may only have a couple of clients, but I'd really love to expand this. I have built a team. People ask me, how did you know when it was time to add someone to your team? How did you know that, like, what was the trigger for that? What was the threshold that you had to cross? I have people asking me these questions all the time. And it's something that I personally have a heart for is to help people grow. Many of you know, you've listened to some of these other episodes and I've shared some of my career journey. And you may know that right out of college, I started out in a case management role and um, really, really loved supporting the population that I worked with. I helped them get the resources that they needed. I'd helped them find the staffing that they needed. I advocated for them to have the funds and the support from the state that they needed. So my primary role was advocate and to really help them see a transformation in the quality of life that they had and to grow, set goals, and to not just maintain. So that was my first role right out of college. Then, as many of you know, I transitioned into a full-time ministry role for more than a decade, and a lot of my role there was helping people lean into that next thing, to see transformation in their spiritual life, to walk with them hand-in-hand along the way to help them in their own growth. And now I find myself as a social media manager doing a lot of the same things. Socially Inspired talks about how we want to link arms with other entrepreneurs to help them chase after their goals harder and faster. And that is the exact same thing, even though it looks different, the exact same thing that I did in my case management role, that I did in my ministry role, and now I'm doing it here. I love to help people on the journey to transformation and growth. Now, the task might look different, the job title might look different, but all in all, that is the same heart across the board that I have for the people that I get to encounter every day. Similarly, Socials from Scratch is going to fall right in line with that. I love the idea of coming alongside emerging and developing social media managers and those who are VAs that want to add social media services to their offers. I want to see them have transformation in their business. I want to be a part of the growth that they experience. I love the idea of walking hand in hand, one-on-one, even in a group setting with those folks. And that is what Socials from Scratch is going to be all about. Socials from Scratch is going to be my mentorship and coaching program where I truly come alongside in a variety of ways and help people grow their business, help them make those next steps. Now, whether that's they have a dream of having an agency similar to Socially Inspired, or they want to just start picking up a few clients to do something on the side for right now, or they even want to go beyond where I'm at as social media manager and as a social media agency, I love the idea of supporting them to help build those structures and help them get going in the right direction. So Socials from Scratch is getting ready to start and our very first offer that's coming out is actually starting on November 11th. So on November 11th, it will be our first of a four-part mini-series. Now, this mini-series is going to talk about four different topics on each of those days, and it's going to be directly for the person who is just getting started 
or they've already been going for a while and they maybe realize, okay, I dove into this, but I need to start putting some of these systems in place, some of these structures in place, and I really want to build this the right way. So beyond that, Socials from Scratch has other things. I'm looking at, we're going to add three-day intensive masterclasses where we're going to dig in just a little deeper, a little bit more intense of a time together where we would do those masterclasses. And then ultimately, probably next spring, we will start our Socials from Scratch course. And that would be a six-month course where we really walk with you hand-in-hand doing one-on-one coaching where we are really helping you build from the ground up, from scratch, your social media management and digital marketing business. So I am super excited to share this with you. I'm gonna continue to be talking about this over the coming weeks. I would love to have you join me for this initial four-part mini-series. It's going to be on Fridays for those four weeks you can find in the show notes a link to get started in the process of registering for this. It's really right now just a, hey, I'm interested, tell me more kind of wait list, but I definitely am excited about this. And honestly, here is what I can tell you my heart is behind it. I want it to feel like more than just any other course out there that you can take because the unique thing that I have is that I don't wanna just give you some workbooks and lecture at you. I really want to come alongside you. I value that one-on-one coaching time. I value that time of being able to talk about your business specifically, not just general ideas, but specifically what are you facing? What is the mindset that's holding you back? What are the elements that you need to get into place to help you really go after your dream of being a freelancer, having your own business, having your own agency. I am super excited about doing that. And that is why I believe that Socials from Scratch is going to be different. And it's going to be a great place for someone who is interested in this type of work to get started. So with that today, I do want to talk and kind of segue into our topic for the show. And I'm going to share a little bit about my recipe for success. So as you know, I got started at the beginning of 2021 with Socially Inspired and really truthfully, right out of the gate, I I saw some really great success. I was able to find clients pretty quickly and through their client experience, they then sent referrals my way. I saw really quick growth in the first six months to year. And then that was when I realized if I wanted to continue the growth, I was going to have to get serious about my structures, my SOPs, and I was going to have to build build my team, which is what I did. So like I said, when I share this with people, I often have them in my DMs or sending me emails asking me, hey, how did you do that? And so today I'm going to share with you my recipe for that. And this is probably the biggest thing is to be curious. You know, when I first got started in this business, it was intimidating to dive in. And, you know, we already deal with imposter syndrome, but when you genuinely are brand new, (laughs) it's not even just imposter syndrome. It is legitimately, you don't really know. You just don't know. And the biggest thing that I can say is during that season, I had to work really hard to not view not knowing as a bad thing. I had to 
switch my thinking so that instead of thinking, oh, okay, I don't know that. And that means I don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't be doing this. I didn't go down that spiral down that rabbit hole. Instead, I viewed it as an opportunity. I viewed it as an opportunity to be curious. And honestly, not knowing is not the bad thing. Refusing to learn is. During that time, I will be honest with you, it was a lot like drinking straight out of the fire hydrant. When you were a kid, I don't know if the fire department would come and they would take that off and let the water all go and the whole street would be flooded. And that was often what it felt like when I was first getting started. There was so much information, so many opportunities, so many things kind of coming at me. And I'll be honest that it can feel overwhelming, but having a curious mindset is going to set you up for success because it's going to mean that you are in learning mode all the time. And you're not hard on yourself for not knowing. We're not coming down on ourselves for not knowing the things that we don't know. Instead, we're thinking, okay, this is another opportunity for me to learn something new. So first thing in my recipe for success is to be curious. The second thing that I would say that I found out really quickly was to be flexible. Now, If you know me in real life, you probably know that I am not the most flexible person. I like routine. I like structure. I can easily get thrown off when my, you know, when certain things that I think are going to happen don't happen in my day or in my life. And this was one of the hardest parts of becoming a freelancer. When you are an employee at a company, and I'm not saying every company, but my days were pretty well set. Even if things looked different, I knew what my tasks were. I knew what my expectations were. I knew I needed to be at the office by a certain time. I knew I was leaving the office at a certain time. I very much leaned into the rhythms of that position. And when I found myself in a new season where I was my own boss and I was freelancing, I realized that there weren't a lot of rhythms yet. There wasn't a lot of structure and I had to be flexible with that, especially as a service provider. So providing a service You are at, I wouldn't say you're at the beck and call of your clients. You shouldn't ever be at the beck and call, but you are meeting the needs of people who are trying to kind of find their way. And sometimes that means things come up at the last minute. Sometimes that means they forgot to give you something that you're needing to do. Sometimes as a human, you're also trying to get into some kind of structure and you drop the ball. All of those things can happen and it is so easy if you are like me and you have a more rigid (laughs) perspective on that, it is so easy to get super battered and beat up when that happens. And I think about it as, you know, with the waves, right? The waves of the ocean. If you are so rigid that you can't move with the waves and you can't bend with the waves, you're going to snap truthfully. And I definitely at the beginning felt that I was kind of pushing against this idea of, well, this is what my day needs to look like. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to work during this time. And I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And I very quickly realized, okay, I have to approach entrepreneurship and being a freelancer, being my own boss differently. I cannot view it as something that needs to be just so in order to feel like I am 
successful. And that was something that I had to learn really quickly. And I would tell you, if you are going into this business as a freelancer or you're already there and you're finding that you're kind of coming up against this idea that your days have to look the same as it did in your nine to five or in a corporate setting, I would say you're going to have to chuck that out the window and really start listening to what your own rhythm needs to be. Trust yourself. Identify what the needs are of your clients, especially as a service provider, understanding what your client needs are, but then also understanding what your needs are. For instance, I have set my hours. I have found a way to have some rhythms in my business. And so I've set my hours, but I also know that at certain seasons, those hours are not going to mean as much. For instance, we just entered into the fourth quarter. It is kind of a push for the end of the year. Most of my clients have some kind of goal, some kind of launch, some kind of thing happening in this final quarter. I know that my hours are just going to look different during this season than they will say maybe right after the first of the year. So being okay with being flexible, rolling with it a little bit, understanding that that is not a reflection of your inability, but instead it actually is a really beautiful part of this journey as a freelancer, you will see success. You will see success not because of the numbers on the page, but you will see success because you will enjoy the process of being a freelancer. The third thing that I would say is a recipe for success is to really identify your unique approach. Now, Like I've said before, there are other social media managers out there. There are other agencies out there. They're providing a very similar service to me. And I don't really see that as competition. Competition is not a problem. It's great. I love that there is this agency, especially like if it's a woman run agency, get it, girl. I love it. Go for it. Because competition is not a problem. But comparison is. And when we start to compare what we offer to others and we try to copy and paste, it can be super, super dangerous for our own success because you are unique. You bring a unique perspective. You offer a unique service and you have to really lean into that unique approach. For instance, one of the things that I knew right away was I was not interested in being a task doer. I love my checklist. I love knowing what task I have in front of me for the day, but I wanted to be so much more than that to my clients. When we first got started, my very first client, she was amazing and she really hung in there with me because I was learning so much, but I loved hearing about her business goals and about her victories and about her obstacles. And I loved brainstorming and strategizing with her to help her overcome those obstacles and to really capitalize on her strengths. And so I very quickly realized that my unique approach is not how I do a task or how much I know about social media or any of that. My unique approach was how I came into a collaborative relationship with my clients. And that set me apart. That was what ended up having folks giving referrals to people. That was what ended up having me retain clients because they didn't just feel like they had someone doing the task for them, but they felt like they had someone on their team. And that's what I want to be as a part of the team. So that was my unique approach. You, in order to have success, have to find your unique approach. And that kind of brings me to my very final piece of the recipe, and that is 
find your own way. So I kind of tricked you a little bit because I said, here's my recipe for success. And the reality is that there isn't a recipe. So I'm going to tell you a little quick story. My oldest daughter is a baker. I probably have talked about that on here. I'm pretty sure I have. She is a baker. She actually has this really sweet bakery where she does um, cookies and small treats like cupcakes. And for a 15 year old has been pretty successful in this. She has a natural baking ability, but she also has a very scientific mind. So she approaches every single baking project like it is a science experiment, exact measurements, exact timing. She then figures out what works and then she's able to duplicate it over and over and over and over again. She has this really great recipe book. Once she determines a recipe that she loves, she's gotten it all kind of locked in. She has that recipe book and she goes back to that recipe book. Several weeks ago, my middle daughter wanted to make some cookies and my oldest was not at home. And I said, yeah, sure, you can make some cookies. I don't mind. So she went and she got my older daughter's recipe book and turned to a chocolate chip cookie recipe that my oldest uses. And my middle daughter used her recipe and made cookies. And while they were okay, they were not quite the same because she was trying to use someone else's recipe that was written down on paper. But we all know that a recipe is so much more than that. The person who created the recipe, they have a special connection to what they have created. It's the nuances. It's the things in between the lines that you can't really read about. It's the little pieces where she knows exactly how many times she should or should not open that oven door because you want to keep the heat in. Whereas my middle daughter maybe opened the door several times to check on it. So it did not create quite the same environment. And that is how it is in business. I could give you exactly a month-by-month, day-by-day, step-by-step approach to exactly what I did. And I can promise you that what you would have on the other end would not be exactly the same as what I've had for a multitude of reasons, but mostly because it's the stuff in between the lines, right? It's my personality is different from your personality. My skill set is different from your skill set. My approach, my tone, my voice, all of the things are different than yours. And that is the beauty of this. You have to find your own ways. Trying to duplicate someone else's path or someone else's journey, it just will not work. And that's why so many of these programs may give you some great skills and it may give you some great pointers, but you still have to apply it to you. And that's where I truly believe that one-on-one coaching where they can dive in and understand your business, your personality, your approach, and they can help you grow your business instead of growing a copy of someone else's. So yes, I was a little bit sneaky. I told you I was going to give you my recipe for success. And the reality is, is that there isn't really one. You have to build your own recipe, but you can take these tips of being curious, being flexible, identifying your unique approach, and then ultimately finding your own way. You can take those. And I promise you, if you apply them, you will start to see success in your business. That is all I have for today. Thanks for hanging in there. And thank you so much for allowing me to share Socials from Scratch with you. I'm super excited about it. Again, if you're interested in checking it out, learning more about it, check out the show notes. 
click on the, the wait list. You can join that and we will have more details out to you ASAP. And also, I just want to do, give a quick plug. If you are interested in being a part of the Inspired Biz, I would love to talk with you about coming on and sharing your story. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. You could be brand new, just getting started. You could have had your own business for decades. I would love to have you come and just share a little bit about your journey and to bring inspiration to others through the sharing of your story. That is all I have for today. And man, I will talk with you guys next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone you know looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at Socially Inspired Management or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.